Welcome to Omnipotent Growth with Cal. I'm an acting leader for more than a decade and your leadership trainer and coach. Each week you'll hear exceptional stories and interviews, as well as actionable strategies and tactics that you can implement right away. I want to thank you for spending some time to grow as a leader. Episode number 10, Omnipotent Growth with Cal. Today's topic is work-life balance for employees and leaders. Hello, Stefan. Hi, Cal. Nice to see you finally in person. Huh? It's a great uh, day. We have a setting that uh, Stefan was so kind to, to, to set up. Um, so today's topic is provoked by our last discussion. And uh, the things that uh, we found out there were related to the idea that uh, you might need more flexibility to have a work-life balance. I have a special stance and a special mindset on this topic, this particular one, uh, because I see it in a different angle. But um, let's start and uh, we will discuss it uh, further in the episode. Yeah. So in the previous episode, we discussed how can we effectively lead remote teams. We talked about uh, working from home or also our flexible um, work modes. One of the negative features that we outlined of the working from home is the blurring lines between personal and work life. So this uh, today's topic work-life balance is a natural sequence of, of the previous one. Uh, so for, for starters, uh, for starting, is there really such why why is there such a term work-life balance mm. uh can you build really a low uh, wall between um, these two between work and life at the end of the day you're the same person you cannot simply hang on your uh, formal calls put your casual ones and become a different person mm. why do we separate work and life the work is significant part of our life we spend more hours working than living if you de decide to detach them uh work determines our social status our interests we even marry colleagues from from work so is it really necessary to separate them Cal? well to be brutally honest about the topic um we look on the side of the employee um so when you speak about work-life balance, entrepreneurs rarely have work-life balance. Uh, more, most of the time, uh, work is their life <laughs> and uh, you're always connected. You always uh, have the burden of, uh, of the good stuff and the bad stuff of your business, for example. Mm -hmm. When you're a leader or a manager, mm, it's close to that because um, if something happens, even personal on a personal level with uh, someone in your team it doesn't matter in uh, which time of the day or which day in particular it happens uh it's your business and your job to uh, make it better or to to somehow influence the situation mm -hmm. or help the person uh, i think that uh, this is a very important thing that uh, even in personal matters uh people should uh, feel supported by their leaders and when it comes to the to the employees i think it really comes back to our broken educational system in which um, you are tolerating school all of your life and then uh, end up uh, in a job uh, that is um, 
basically preparing you for for such environment and and uh, uh, let's say if you are on a some more simple uh, not so uh, highly skilled job on an operational level uh, then you feel like you need to detach from it and I understand that this is work that need needs to be finished uh, the, yeah. the, that's why we need uh, uh, workforce to do it but I also as you know I'm a positive person and I also think that uh, the low level of operational work uh, we will find a way to automate mm -hmm. such work yeah. in the future mm -hmm. so I'm really confident that um, people and educational systems should change and then you'll be more uh, enabled to do the things that really impact you, inspire you. So when you have purpose, for example, I give my personal example. I did many things in my life. And uh, when I felt most comfortable was only when I was uh, feeling that I'm moving the, the bigger picture moving it forward, helping the team, impacting uh, the people in the team, developing them, uh, taking responsibility as a leader. Because I know that sometimes people just want to give the heavy burden to the leader. And I don't, this is not um, because I've met people that uh, say they always uh, want to put that pressure on me and so on and so forth. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is your job. <laughs> you're you're the guy that is there or the, the, the gal. And this is your job just to find out how to, to share the burden and how to uh, really help them uh, move it forward or, or get rid of it, depending on the situation. So if you, if you find a way to do that, enable yourself, make yourself positive and um, even enhance your capabilities then it will it will merge into one holistic life not work life <laughs> it will be one holistic life for example i will i know that um, i'm uh, getting too too caught up on on that question but uh, when i was programming i also teach uh, teach programming so I, I made courses. I was I was uh, teaching in some universities. Uh, before that, uh, many years I was, uh, um, and I'm still am uh, active uh, uh, sportsman athlete, and I still teach it to to other people yeah. because I feel passionate about it and I want to share. Now I'm trying to teach leadership. I'm trying to uh, give to people that want to enhance their leadership. And this is this is like purpose-driven behavior, and this is what I want to share with with uh, the people that uh, are watching it right now. That you can grab one even really small part of your job and make it a focused point, like make it the thing that you are really, really deep inside, uh, as really knowledgeable, really uh, passionate about. And then this is this is going to be the center. Of all of it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. So, in a nutshell, <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh, oftentimes, especially the employees, uh, you you develop very well the the point of view of the leaders of the people uh, 
who have their own choice uh, what to do, how to do it, develop their own team. But at the same time, their employees there uh, who don't have much of a choice what work to do, how to do it, and, and so on. Uh, so there, there's even a term for, uh, for these type uh, of employees, uh, in, in, uh, in the sense of, of the work life balance. There are segmenters who don't let their work and personal lives overlap mm. and integrators who actually mix freely personal and work life. Mm. From your words, your, your, <laughs> integrator a hundred percent integrator uh me as well so of course there are people between between these two poles mm. but uh the interesting thing is that uh, research shows that actually the segmenters uh these people who don't mix work and life they just leave their working coat at the door stepping in in their apartment uh, and forget about work. Mm. They're actually happier. They they report uh, higher levels of of well being uh, than the than the uh, integrators. So my explanation is that um, one of the reasons is uh, it has to do with uh, mindfulness, with being present, feel the feel the current moment. Uh, when you're at home with your family, you don't think in excitement about your next project or how you're gonna finish um, the the job that that. <laughs> yeah, but is this integration though? Like, um, I'm also a big fan of mindfulness, mm-hmm. and I know that presence doesn't uh, have anything to do about with uh, what are you doing. Uh, as a general, as a whole, like I, I can be present with my daughter, for example, and uh, just uh, I cannot interact with her now. But then when I have time, like I have two hours with my kid, mm-hmm. I, I will think about how to help her in a way that only I can as a as a person that knows about leadership, knows about personal growth, knows about development. But I also will spend time to just have fun. Like this is also mindfulness. It doesn't mean that I will think about work problems. It doesn't mean that I will think about projects. It means that I will think about the thing that I can do for her or for them. And I have another explanation. I know that uh, I, I kind of cut you off, but this is because I have a thought and I don't want to miss it up. So the reason that I think that people are feeling more satisfied when they separate those two mm-hmm. is because the fun and the well-being come comes after work so if you are experiencing pain you never feel the the largest pain you feel the pain uh, that you felt last in your memory so if it was very painful and then it decreased and towards the end it was really okay then your your memory this is a bias in in, mm. in our psychology so if you don't have intensity and then if you in your end of the day you feel good and you feel happy and then comes the weekend and you're all very relaxed drinking beer in the park 
And then you're, if somebody asks you, how do you feel? I feel fantastic. But ask me again on Monday. <laughs> I, I think that if you ask those people, as you said, the integrators and the separators, if you ask them in different days, you have, have different answers. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's your explanation. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, work hasn't, uh, uh, doesn't need to be a painful experience or something that, uh, that you wait impatiently to, to end and go home and, uh, yeah. just forget about it. But again, sometimes, People just just don't have a don't have a choice. I mean, mm. uh, me and you, we we love our 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 jobs and. Uh, we're What does this mean, though? They don't have a choice. How how do you define choice, and uh, how do you <laughs> define if they don't have a choice? <laughs> well, because yeah, yeah. If they if if they do what what they do. Mm, just for living not for they haven't found the, the, a purpose of their job mm. then then i think uh segmentation between work and life is is their only 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 option but do they really want you to find uh, this purpose like if they do what is stopping them for continuously searching oh i don't know when test. they they <laughs> do not want any purpose they uh, you cannot say that they don't have a choice they made they, their choice this is what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably they, they don't they don't know what their purpose in life is I mean. yeah so basically i know that uh, this is um, this is a huge topic and um, i can speak with uh, with ours uh, about it um the different types of mindsets this is the thing that actually defines everything defines your life how how you are going to react to every event and how you are going to um, make your next goal and what what your next goal will be would it be something uh, in your comfort zone like my next goal is to survive uh, eight hours in work to survive monday would it be in the fear zone My next goal is to try something new that uh, I never tried, like uh, go dancing or uh, try and speak in front of people. Mm -hmm. It might be so. And then you have the next type of goal. My next, my, my next goal would be to learn something new. And then when you learn something new that you find your, your possibilities are really limitless, you have the chance to go in the growth zone and to make a goal that will stretch you and that will uh, enable you and develop you. But this really is a long journey, long path. And to go through those stages, mm -hmm. you need an internal awakening. I, I love the, the words. Uh, I heard it last from Jim Quick, but um, I, I also think that uh, other peoples are... Uh, are telling it um, in the years, over the years. Uh, so life begins when uh, the egg is broken from the inside. Like it should be an internal motivator. If you break, break it outside, life ends. But if you break it from the in inside, life begins. 
And then I think it really goes to one significant moment in our lives. Of course, char- character is built over the years, but you have one moment in your life that really put you on your knees and you decided to go back up and to never look back. And then you have the ability to find out more about the those crazy things that, that uh, the big guy is talking about at the moment. Yeah, uh, what if... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is uh, a very interesting conversation for me. And what if you don't break the egg? I mean, uh, what if what if this is your comfort zone in the egg inside mm-hmm. and uh, you don't think about uh, growing? Yeah. You will live like uh, the other 98% of the, the globe. It's not a problem. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not uh, something that is uh, new or something that is not explored in every possible way mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's all bad uh, our system is functioning like that mm-hmm. and um, now there are, when you think about it in the last 1000 years what drastic expansion of human life so how many people are there now in the world mm. and if you put it in a percentage if you have too much of those people that are really reaching for the stars i don't know uh, for me it's all the better because we might populate the the whole um, i don't know the, the milky way might look uh, like a bit differently but Uh, the, the the truth is that capitalism needs mass consumers capitalism needs uh. Uh, employees this is the the mass uh, way of uh, doing business mm. at the moment we don't have a better solution yet but uh, if we reach another era if we reach the time in which uh, we can automate uh, simple tasks and people on the operational or the the lower skilled mm-hmm. level are needed to be really purposeful and to, to go deeper into their work then the the higher levels will be even higher mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know i i think that great things for for humanity can come out of that yeah, yeah and uh, i'm really trusting uh, people like us and people like uh, your everyday passionate uh, person around you or in your circle to to just try and grab and reach and pull i know that it can be annoying so all my friends know how i know annoying i can be when i'm trying to help them with something but uh, it's really about in the end it's about uh, asking questions about coaching so i rarely give any answers i give answers now because uh, we cannot uh, get too much questions after the people to ask them back mm. this is what helps the most uh, when i asked you how do you know that uh, there is no option that there, there is no possibility and then it triggers it, it shifts your mindset it shifts your thinking in another direction and, uh, it, it might be a choice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay uh <laughs> In very interesting thoughts um uh one 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 thing i uh in in your uh previous uh statement about capitalism and 
employees that is uh, uh, interesting for me. Um, back in the days, before in the in the 17th, 16th, 17th century, there was no such issue uh, as a work work life balance issue because. Back there, when when there was no electricity, people worked during the day, rest during the night. Mm. Then in the the in the in industrial revolution in the end of the 18th century, the people started working more and more, reaching 70 hours per week in the mid of the 19th century. So, uh, first the first who introduced the the 40 hour working week was. Uh, Henry Ford, because mm. Mm, he noticed that uh, shorter working uh, week actually provides uh, more more productivity, productivity. exactly. Mm. And um, the famous economist John Maynard Keynes predicted that techno- technological change and productivity improvements would eventually lead to a fifteen <laughs> fifteen hour work week in. 2030 mm-hmm. and this was uh when when he he made this prediction it was uh 1930 so uh now it's 2020 and we are still working 40 50 60 hours mm. per week not officially <laughs> not officially. most of us yeah, work yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 uh, hours officially yeah. but it, it's not about that no. it's about uh, i don't know you cannot uh, unify it in in one exact way like uh, even when you get somebody for 40 hours a week maybe they're most productive uh, in hours uh, in which are not in the working time Mm. let's say maybe they are so productive that they don't have anything else to do they work uh, let's say 25 hours a week and then uh, they're wondering what to do because uh, there is not enough stuff to just, occupy. Just and then you have the, the slackers and then yeah. you have the people that uh, uh, really um, wait uh, for the clock to, to, to uh, drop and to just run out mm. and forget about it. You have also people that are killing themselves. Like you, you pay the same amount. One person is uh, finishing all the tasks and uh, lives freely and happily and the other person is uh, putting so much burden on himself or herself mm. that uh, they can never finish this is not uh, it's not about the load it's about uh, how you instill behavior in, in your department for example because i always try to say guys work will be there after us so <laughs> well we we should plan it to be on time we should be productive we should have great quality of work you can never outwork work. So yeah. you put more and more and more and gradually this uh, decreases your quality. It leads to burnout. So mm. yeah, it's up to, to us to, to influence the people in that direction. And that's why I'm, I'm saying that it will get more flexible. It will get more home office uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. I think that in some countries, even they will decrease the time just to show that they want quality and not uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quantity yeah, yeah. quantity or just uh, 
presence because this is yeah, uh, yeah, in the end yeah, it's exactly. I, i see some people that are watching videos uh, late at night yeah. um, like what you're doing go home change mm-hmm. your change your states change your situation yeah but uh, i don't have uh, what to do at home or something like that. this is a different problem yeah i won't mm-hmm. get yeah, into yeah, it but yeah yeah i, yeah, I think we we dict deeper yeah, too deep too deep <laughs> too, too deep exactly okay so uh, a very interesting conversation at least f- at least from my perspective so final Me too. words and final words uh, we can think about work life balance uh, like really a balance it means that uh, if you see yourself as a person that want to be detached in your free time it's okay if you want to integrate it's still okay like uh, just don't bring your problems mm. to the dinner table uh, make way to the positive uh, engage with the positivity that your work brings and uh, try to share this uh, in your free time thanks again Stefan and thank you for watching uh, the episode number 10 i want to see you in our subscribers and i want to see questions it's time we are doing little by little but it's time to ask questions and uh, we can spark great discussions and also i want to uh, really engage you with the next guests so stay tuned and uh, be prepared for greatness <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>